Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome, 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 New Orleans. This is not who you think it is. It's definitely not Tom. I am Scott Craig. Chef Scott Craig from Katie's Francesca Bienvenue filling in for the legend of food today. He is on vacation and I'm sure eating somewhere. So we know that when he gets back, we will get a full schedule of his dining experiences wherever he is in this world. That I can't tell you. I don't want to tell any secrets. You know what I mean? Of course, I don't know most of it, but you know. But it's good to be here. Uh, I love filling in for Tom because I love talking about food. I also love talking about sports, and it was a great weekend, well, a great Saturday and a rough Sunday for us New Orleanians. The LSU Tigers pulled off a uh, major, major, major win by slaying the dragon of of uh, Alabama and Coach Nick Saban. My privateers lost. <laughs> Saturday night in basketball, and then the Saints laid an egg yesterday. But I had a good time yesterday. I um, did my weekly, well, Saints home game tailgate. I do this very, very large tailgate with Bullseye Event Group. They do the Saints VIP tailgate gate, and they've um, They've asked me to do the food for them, and I do a menu with Celebrity Chef, and and he's a great chef, too. Aaron May from the Food Network, he and I discuss the week before each home game what we're going to do. And um, he either comes to New Orleans to be with me, or he goes to Indianapolis or Detroit where they do other tailgates. And we do a fabulous, uh, it's a huge menu of, you know, we do like five tables and uh, of food, and, and it's buffet style, and we do pass some food. But, you know, like yesterday we passed sliders. We had a brunch buffet because it was in the morning. You know, we had an egg station where you could get eggs to order. We had scrambled eggs. We had waffles. We had a carving station with ham and our famous macaroni and cheese, which was absolutely delicious. And then we have a charcuterie table full of everything you could possibly think of. Italian meats, cheeses, vegetables, fruit, you name it. We had it there. And then we had our uh, gumbo station where we had gumbo and we had our crawfish and corn bisque, along with shrimp and grits. It was uh, a lot of fun. About 350 people showed up. It's a good time, and that's a small crowd. That's the morning games. Um, the night games draw about 700 people, and that's on the fifth floor of Benson Tower. You can get tickets at uh, Bullseye Event Group, Saints VIP, VIP Tailgate, 
before every home game. It's three hours before every home game, and that comes with an open bar, premium bar, that is, great bartenders, wonderful people. We have a, a sports memorabilia auction. It's a lot of fun. It's something I think this city has always needed, and that's why I really jumped on board with these guys, was because yeah, we don't really have a, a tailgate scene here for for Saints games. You know, I mean, people hang outside the dome, and they, you know, they they have a little parking spot or something, and they do some things, but nothing like this. And I think it's fantastic because you know I've been to many many stadiums. I could count the football stadiums I've been to, but I've been to 23 baseball stadiums. So I know a little bit about sports and food. And tailgating is a is a big part of especially, you know, football games, college football games, NFL football games. And you go to towns like Kansas City and Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. And, I mean, the tailgating scene is unbelievable. Great food. None of them rival LSU on a on a game day Saturday, but it's just something the Saints the Saints games have never really had, and so this is this is a great deal. It's eighty five bucks, you know, for an open premium bar, all kind of food, and you know, it's just and then some privacy. It overlooks Champion Square, which is really cool. You can listen to the band that's on Champion Square, and it's a good time. Um, my restaurants are, are are doing really really well. Um, Katie's Katie's is just running along greatly, and you know I've just got a great team. I've got a great team at all three restaurants. Very very fortunate. It enables me to be able to do things like this, you know, to get away and promote and 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 fill in for for Tom, which is always such an honor, man. I mean, guys, I know some of you have some great Tom Fitzmorris stories out there because we've been listening to Tom now for almost forty years. I think he started in eighty one. I think he started the food critic scene because he is the utmost food critic in the city of New Orleans. We have some good ones. But with Tom, you get complete honesty. And, and, you know, and the other thing he doesn't do is if he doesn't really like a restaurant, he doesn't trash the restaurant, which is really good. You know, he's not going to go out and say, oh, this place was terrible, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, but if he really likes a place, he gets behind it. And fortunately, Tom has liked uh, Katie's for years. And I've been very, very proud of that. You know, and the first thing I did when I reopened Katie's was, was you know, to call Tom and, and, and to make sure that, you know, he knew that we were reopened. And so he could come out and he could do a review on the restaurant. Because, you know, a lot of you guys out there, you go to restaurants when they first open. And you want to jump right in because you've been looking forward to that restaurant for so long. And and you're excited about going there, and you go in the first couple of weeks, and it's not going to be perfect. And in ninety percent of the situations, a restaurant is just not where it's going to be in six months that day. So when you do that, and then try to take it easy on social media when you go to a restaurant for the first time when they just reopened or they just opened, try to take it easy on them a little bit because they're still trying to find their niche. And, you know, and that's what Tom does. He will do a review on a restaurant for six months. And if you haven't gotten it together in six months, you're probably not going to get it together. But with Tom, I mean, you know, that's just highly professional of him. And, you know, it, 
it's um it's the way it should be i mean you know it's it's very very difficult to open a restaurant to to run a restaurant to get the right team in place you know the most important part you know everybody gives the chefs you know oh man you do such a great job with that restaurant i hear it all the time and the first thing i say is it's my team man i mean all i do now is communicate with them and you know i like like Chef Joey Trippy at Katie's, he's my sous chef, and we communicate every Monday about the, what the specials of the week are going to be, and then he he takes care of it, and he does a phenomenal job, and it's the same with th- same thing with Chef Scott Lindsay, nicknamed Chef Knuckles. I still don't know why we call him Knuckles, but that's his nickname. And um, you know, we just talk about what we're going to do for the week, and then and then he. Executes it, and then that's what you need. You know, do we have a caller already? I think we have a caller. Hello, this is Chef Scott Craig filling in for the food legend himself, Tom Fitzmorris, who is speaking. Hey, Scott, it's Gregory. Hey, man, what's going on? How are you? Hey, man, I'm I'm fine. I had such a great week. Thursday, I went to Francesca, had a wonderful lunch. Friday, of course, was was a lot of fun. But um, then on Saturday, the big LSU. Well, Friday I went to the uh, Boudin Bourbon and Beer at Champions Square. Did I see you there? Because so, I was there too. Wasn't that fun? Yes, yes. Actually, I tried to get your attention. I, you know, it was kind of chilly, but I always loved that event. I I think it's one of the best things. You know, I was I was hanging out with Don Link and uh, I was an Emerald in the old. You know, in that little lounge over there for just for a little while. But Two was, of the best chefs in New Orleans, for sure. Him. Well, I think he does a lot of great stuff. He does. Uh, all the great chefs were there. Frank Bryson, come on. Tori McPhail was out there. And it was they pretty all cool. Out. And they, it was incredible. Food and bourbon and beer has got to be one of the best things the city does. And I love that event in that space. Yeah, Emerald, then, um, he, he raises a lot of money, man. He He's... Certainly does. He's just he's just, just three a million dollars now. He's a great the, uh, ambassador it, for the city of New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was nice to see Pardon. Aaron Sanchez. I, got, yeah. I got to speak a few words with him. Of course, Donald Link. I mean, just a great beast of a man. And that pig <laughs> was good. I'm telling you, that pig was just good. Anyway, Thursday at Francesca was delicious lunch. So Friday was Boudin, bourbon and beer. On Saturday, I loved. We had a bunch of friends at my house, about 10 or 12 people at my house for a barbecue for the LSU game. Wow. And Sunday, I was at the, um, I was at Benson. <laughs> I was at, up at in the Benson club. Benson Tower, yeah, I appreciated you coming, man. Yeah. I was wondering whether I saw you there or I saw you, <laughs> I, my, my weekends I, run I together. both places. <clears throat> I think anyway, so, too. I think what you guys are doing over there is just terrific. Um, I'm Unfortunately, the Saints didn't pull it out. But, yeah, what a uh, disappointment, you know, man. They laid an egg. You know what? This is going to happen, especially yep. with a team like that that we hate so much. It always happens. I mean, in, she was, in, in, in my 57 years, and I've been knowing the Saints for like 50 years, I suppose, it always happens. That team, they something like But what, anyway. It's okay. The Saints are going to be fine. Yeah, the Saints are going to be fine. I'm not worried you know, about the Saints. Yeah, I, I'm certainly not worried. I'm certainly not worried about LSU too. I mean, I no. really did give a cushion to the uh, to the outcome of the Saints game. Uh, I can't believe how good LSU is. Anyway, I can't I can't tell you how 
how good Francesca is. It's just Man, wonderful. Thank you. People it, over there are wonderful. Everybody loves Katie's, but Francesca, I'm telling you, I'm so glad that you opened that storefront because that had a lot of memories for me growing up in that neighborhood. Yeah, me you too, know, man. For, uh, me too. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it's my favorite anyway. of all the restaurants. Um, I appreciate you saying that so much, Gregory, and, and being Certainly. being such you know a— what? You know, following me, you, you got, coming to the tailgate, and Francesca and yeah. Katie's—that means so much to me. You guys are what—you what, you guys are what makes it happen. You know. Well, you know what—the people of New Orleans really love you and your family. And uh, thanks, I mean, brother. I you, love them back. You really know how to do it, man. You really know how to do it. And uh, and 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 uh, thanks to Tom and Marianne for letting knuckleheads like you. Over that show every once in a while, huh? What an honor, huh? I mean, they call me know, whenever they man. go out of town. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> it's great. And then I get they great. Always, and then I get great guys like you calling in about getting on the show. And then they're like, oh, they want to have me on at Thanksgiving time to bring wines over. Okay, I, you know, I can do that. But anyway, <laughs> well, shoot, the next time, give me your. Do you have my card? I gave you my card, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next time, send me your number, man. And and I'll have you come will. on as a guest I, with I me. I'll have you hey, come man, on. We with... could have a lot of fun. Hey, we could make Chef Duke look look like a preschooler. My anyway. Dukester man, you know he's one of my best friends, man. Duke and I are very very he's, close. His I new place, Dabs. High school, Bromart, everything. Have you been to Dabs? Go back a long way. Oh man. Have you been to Dabs yet? It's outstanding. I've been there three times. It's outstanding. Come on now. He's got unbelievable salads. He's got his pasta bolognese, which is one of my favorite things in the world. And I his, love that. Uh, uh, yeah, it's sure. the and same one. Uh, and I hope he's well. If you can get oysters, I hope he has oysters. <laughs> it's been tough, man. I'm telling you. Oh man, that's weird, huh? That's we weird. we almost we were just going to do char grilled oysters. We were going to discontinue fried oysters and oyster pomelos. over at Drago's. Yeah, I know. I talked to him about it because he and I are close to. I talked to him about it, and um, we're sucking it up for right now. It's they're That's really, true. really, really expensive. It's almost like a delicacy. That was great. You know, we're not doing oyster stuffing for Thanksgiving. We're not doing that at Francesca either. I mean, you know, we have some oysters at Francesca for a poor boy, but we're really taking a hit on that. I mean, I'm not going to charge oh, twenty dollars for a poor boy. It's not happening, man. No, you know? no. Yeah, 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 it's a little steep. Um, anyway, what what um, you guys do? I was so glad I got to at least touch your shoulder the other night and uh, and and uh, and uh, Sunday. Um, listen, we all love you guys and what you do. All you chefs, man, especially you guys. Your your family. Thank you, Gregory. You let me know if you ever need I'll anything, man. Hey, Thanks, man. We got to do this radio show together one night. I'd love to. One That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right. Thanks, man. All right, babe. Bye. We're going to a little break. It's time. We'll be back shortly, but the call in 260-6368. This is Chef Scott Craig filling in for the legend Tom Fitzmorris on WWL, excuse me, WWL HD2. We're rocking it out a little bit today. <laughs> this is Chef Scotty Craig filling in for Tom Changing up the music just a little bit. He'd probably kill me if he heard it, but, you know, whatever. He's never complained before. So, it is Veterans Day, guys. I hope I put up my flag this morning. I'm going to leave it up. 
instead of my normal St. Louis Cardinals flag. But uh, today is the day to remember our veterans, including my father, David Craig Sr., who passed away May 29, 2003. But he fought in World War II, and he landed um, on Omaha Beach, D-Day plus 22 days. So that would have been June 28th. Sorry, I have a history degree. I um, know all my dates in history, and especially World War II, World War I, Civil War, stuff like that, American history. Um, and he was, he, he liberated, and, and, and all of you wine connoisseurs out there, his infantry, the 79th Infantry, liberated the town of Epernay, France which is the home of Dom Perignon. And I have a really cool story with that. Um, he liberated the town, and when he got through there, oh, there's my, there's my friend, one of the finest young new chefs in the city of New Orleans, Chef Connor Mullins of Yaya out in Harahan. And we'll get to that in a minute, but let me finish the story about my dad. So uh, he, they liberated the town of Ipernay and... And uh, 28 days after that, he was in the town of Luneville, France, and they were, uh, they were walking behind a chateau, and there were 12 in his group, and uh, six went one way, six went the other way. A German 88 came over, blew up in an oak tree, killed six, wounded six, and my dad was one of the lucky ones that got shot in the butt, so... He, uh, he always joke about getting shot in the, uh, I guess I could say ASS on the radio. Oh, yeah. So he got shot in the ass. But he used to joke about it. And anyway, he passed away in t- 2003. And um, I have to tell you, man, he's my best friend, great dude. All the veterans. And I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know about you, Connor. Do you have any veterans in your family? Um, yeah, actually I do. Uh uh, my great-grandfather was actually a Marine. Um, Would, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, and actually, I have a... My cousin is actually um, still in um, the Air Force. Yeah. And uh, he travels... He travels... Um, Connor's trying to get situated yeah, here. We're good. He, uh, he's actually going back to school right now. He's in D.C., um, going back to school, um, but yeah, man, I, they give up a lot, man. Yeah, they definitely you know? do. I mean, they and travel I mean, constantly. A lot of them make up the uh, ultimate sacrifice, and that's for guys like you and me to open restaurants and and do what we love. Right, and exactly. you know, they fight for us. And I uh, there's a lot of love for uh, the veterans out there. If any of you guys are out there listening, call in. Let's talk about some food. We like food. We do have a caller, and uh, that's Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, Scott. How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm fantastic, brother. What's going on? Oh, I know who this is. This is Mike Osterfeld. Yeah, How you me. doing, dude? Yes, sir. Now, this man knows his food. Though I may I, have dined in a place or two. Yes, you've dined in a place or two. Mike, Mike has a food blog. Uh, a very great food blog. He is also the finest social media 
person in the city. He does our social media out at Bienvenue, and uh, Mike knows his food. Mike and I have been doing a, uh, we've been doing some, our own show, actually, which we will finally get someone to pick up one day when we finish it, buddy. Right? One day soon. Yes, sir. We'll talk about it. Yes. Well, uh, you want to talk about the show? Yeah, talk about whatever you want to talk about. What would you call in to talk about? Food? Well, I called to talk about food. I, I called to talk about the show. So, well, actually, I was I was um, I was looking at some of the clips from the show earlier this week, and I was going back through the stuff that we shot. That um, going to get loud for a minute. Sorry. Um, so we shot over at the bakery, and it was reminding me how much I enjoyed. Chendus, that that's Chendus's bakery, guys. Okay. That's the one. That's the yep. one. And I also wanted to talk about where to eat for Thanksgiving because I know. And I just tuned in a couple minutes before I called since you covered this. I apologize. But where are people eating out for Thanksgiving? Because I know people aren't cooking anymore. Well, yeah, I know. And that's why we have decided to open Katie's for Thanksgiving this year. That's awesome. Um, A lot of places are booked. And people are calling me and saying, man, you're open for Thanksgiving? And we've never done it. So, yes, Katie's, we are taking reservations now for Thanksgiving. And they're they're happening fast. You're not open for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, are you? No, 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 no. Um, I'm with I'm with Chef Connor Mullins of Yaya out in Harahan, and I got to tell you, I've been eating there every Tuesday. <laughs> and um, tomorrow he's going to make me something with no carbs because I am trying desperately. He says that to get. No, I'm going to do it, man. Started today. I got to do it, dude. Got to. I'll do hold it. them to it. But yeah, Mike, um, we're going to open at Katie's, and I uh, hope people are out there listening. Just email me at Scott. S-C-O-T-1-T at katiesinmidcity.com, and I'll get you down, you know? That sounds excellent. You know, if I were going to be in town... Yeah, you going to Chicago? I, yeah, I'm going to go home. Yeah. You know, my family's probably one of the few left that, that actually stay home and cook, and we don't go hmm. shopping at midnight. Yeah, Steph, my, my my beautiful bride's family, Stephanie, my, my other family, the family up in St. Louis, uh, mom cooks every Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving, she hasn't been feeling really well, so she's asked me to come up there and cook. And let me tell you something. For my mother-in-law to ask me to be in her kitchen is, like, quite the honor. First of all, she's an amazing, amazing cook. Um, I use her meatball recipe, her red gravy recipe, her dough recipe for my pizzas and stuff at the restaurants, and... We will be eating at her house for Thanksgiving in St. Louis, Missouri, home of great Italian meats, great Italian sausage, Provel cheese, and Pappy's barbecue. So, well, that sounds great because you know you need that cold weather in the holiday season. You need that cold air. Oh, I know, man. I know. It's like I detest the holidays when it's eighty. You know, I'm one of those cold weather guys. Oh, without a doubt. I love cold weather. Oh, without a doubt. I absolutely love cold weather for the holidays. I love cold weather, period. Now, the kind of cold weather you're talking about, Mike, up there, I've been in (laughs) Chicago. I was up there for a Saints game 25 years ago Mm -hmm. or more, 1991. It was two degrees. And they were bombing us with snowballs with the batteries in them. And we left at halftime because it was so it was just miserable, man. And I can't imagine waking up every day with 10 feet of snow at your front door and you have to you have to just 
cut, you have to dig well, yourself out of your house? I mean, no, I'm not doing that. No. We used to we used to have uh, season tickets to the Notre Dame game, and that's I think what an hour. Where away? are you from? I'm we're we're from I'm from here, but my great grandfather is from Chicago. Oh, okay. And Lamont, yeah. Lamont's Bakery. So, oh wow! Yeah, 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 yeah! Absolutely, yeah, so for sure. Yeah. We, you know um, that one, Mike? No, I don't. Well, you should. We uh, <laughs> we had season tickets to the Notre Dame game, so we yeah. would drive as kids. My dad used to have season tickets. We would drive to uh, South Bend, and then we'd go to uh, Chicago. We'd make a whole weekend out of it. And trust wow. me, I, I know about some cold weather. But I have certainly. I have had the fortune of going to a Notre Dame game. Oh man, it's amazing. Yeah, it, huge it, fans. It's a great experience, but the tailgating's still not close to LSU. Oh, without a no, not close. They talk about their tailgating up there and the food and all of that, and I'm like, dude, seriously? I mean, seriously? So, my dad <laughs> used to drive out there. He would send shrimp, frozen in dry ice, and then go cook in like Two the tailgate weather. tents. Oh, it's freezing, man. He would. F- he would boil crawfish. He'd boil shrimp. Wow! And it, it would just be. I mean, he's cooked for you know Muhammad Ali. You know, doing all the Dude, southern. Your dad? Yeah. Your dad's special. Yeah, he is. I have met Connor's dad, and, and I've known his dad actually for a long time. Yeah. You know, we just now we have this. You know, Connor and I are becoming very, very good friends. We have restaurants down the street from one another, and you know, we've we've gotten to know each other really well, and um, it's been really cool. And his dad. He's like a man of all trades. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. You know, I mean, he can cook, you know, and he's helping you in the restaurant. <laughs> you know, I know that. Oh, without a doubt. Well, Mike, as we continue to talk, where have you eaten recently? Oh, geez. Well, so uh, last night we went to uh, Sophia. Mm. and um, Good place. Some of their pizza. Yeah, it was there with, uh, Chef Duke good. was there. Was he? Where was he's I? Eating a lot of Chef Duke's place. Oh, yeah. post Saints game, I was at the last thing. Yeah, last week we were there. The week before. Yeah, weren't you at the tailgate this weekend? I was, but I was done at three o'clock and I went home and fell asleep. No, uh, yeah. Well, well, we went after to Sophia. It was outstanding. We oh wow! So you had a late night? Not too late. So the afternoon of Arcadia, hit Sophia in the evening. Right. Came back home and worked. Been spending a lot of time at Dabs. I think you know that. Dabs is good, dude. I haven't been yet. Stupid Cicero. It's good. People that haven't been to Dabs, you got to make it to Dabs. You know what? Barcadia is another one for bar food. Yes. Bar food really at Barcadia. I've never been for the actual food. I've always went well, for No, you go there the for the nightlife, yeah. the ladies, of course, the drinks, and then if you're hungry, they have very good food. Mm. You know? So. Yeah. A chicken sandwich, you know those chicken sandwich wars going on. I had the chicken sandwich, and it's 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 a good one. Who had a chicken sandwich? Everybody has a chicken sandwich now. We're, we're tossing our hat in the ring this oh, week good. for the chicken sandwich. I'm already in, brother. You way behind. <laughs> Time to go to another break. Thanks for calling, Mike. Really right, appreciate bye-bye. it. You're listening to Chef Scotty Craig and Chef Connor Mullins filling in for. The food legend himself on WWL HD2 105.3. Call in 260-6368. We'll be right back. Welcome back 
Chef Scotty Craig and Chef Connor Mullins filling in for Tom today. Call in number 260-6368. You can call in, talk about, you could talk about the weekend of sports, which was high and low. Yeah. Um, even my privateers lost Saturday night. Yeah, they were playing on the road. Tough team. Um, you know, Connor and I were just talking about steak nights and how, you know, in the past, I remember when we first opened Katie's, when we first bought Katie's, mm -hmm. this is 1993, man. We used to do a steak night, five ninety five for a filet. It might have been four ninety five, but I'm thinking it was five ninety five. And, you know, and the idea is to get right. people to come in. You buy a cheap steak. Right. And you get people to come in and drink. Right. You know? And um, Connor just asked me, we, we were talking about, I was talking Jimmy Capella, who is our new partner at Bienvenue, um, is running Bienvenue now because I simply don't have time to be going out there enough. And, you know, but he's doing a phenomenal job. Guys, if you haven't been to Bienvenue lately, go back now. It's a different place. You know, we're... we're Jimmy and I talk about the menu every week. We've got some really great chefs there. One of them is Chef Nicholas Cicero of Chef Duke Cicero fame. Um, he's outstanding. Things are doing really well. Um, but we're talking about doing a steak night there. You know, and the problem with me, dude, we do one at Katie's. We do it on Wednesday night. And we've always done it on Wednesday night since we opened. But what I've done now is gone to $34.00. But you get a prime hand cut, right. filet, New York strip, or uh, ribeye with a baked potato, which is coated in salt and olive oil before we bake it. And then it's stuffed, and you get a salad with it for 34 bucks. It's the best deal in town. You can't beat that. So we're talking about doing one at Bienvenue. Mm -hmm. But we've got to keep the price down at Bienvenue. Of course. Because, you know, and Harry Ann and, and Connor and I talk about this all the time. Harry Ann's a little bit different market. And, um, and I understand that it's not mid city New Orleans. And so we're trying to figure out what to do. You know, we could do a choice steak, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not going to do a select steak. You know, it's just too hit and miss. Yeah. Select, for you guys that don't understand, prime is the best, choice is next. And, you know, choice is like a hand picked cow. Right. Hand-picked beef. And select is kind of what's left over. And um, you take a chance when you do select. It's hit and miss. And, you know, I, no matter what we charge, I'm not, I don't want to give you, and Connor would feel the same way because, you know, what we want to give you is not going to be guaranteed right. the product that we want on the table. And... Connor has experience in the business. How long has Jaya's been open now? About a year and a half now. Hey, he's been open a year and a half. Well, I can't believe I've been missing it for that long. It's Food's flying. great, guys. I don't hickory. What's the address? Uh, 2317 Hickory Avenue. It, guys, hickory Street. it's breakfast and lunch. Right. 7 to 2, Seven Tuesday to through two. Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday brunch from 8 to noon. And what Connor does is he, he hand-selects a menu every day. And you have a couple of things that you do every day. Yeah. So, like, Tuesday, I'll always do barbecue brisket. So, like, for instance, this week, Tuesday, we'll do barbecue brisket with uh, cheddar baked potatoes and baked beans. And we're doing spaghetti and meatballs. The meatballs have pork, veal, and beef in them. 
So do mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat that. No. Um, and then Wednesday we're having lasagna. Um, we're also having, um, we're calling it the Dada's Chicken Sandwich. It's going to be um, jalapeno ranch, uh, tiger pickles, and um, on a brioche. What's the batter? Uh, it's just flour. Flour. Just yeah. flour. Wink, just wink. flour. Wink, wink. Um, we and, don't give away our secrets yeah, not, not, in the not chef for the fried world. chicken. No. And then um, we're doing it on a Dong Fong brioche bun. Dong Fong's really, really good. Yeah, you can't beat that. But you know what happened? I, I was going to use, I started to use Dong Fong at the deli. Mm-hmm. And I'm really close friends with Jason Jindusa of uh-huh. the finest French bread in New Orleans. I know you have a lot of Leidenheimer guys out there. And, you know, in, in the 25 years that I've been open, I've had like five people come to me and say, why don't you use Leidenheimer? And I'm like, because I don't. I don't like it. I like Jindusa. It's awesome. Well, Jason was like, dude, I can make you 12-inch. Yeah. You know, because I want, you know, I like right. the way Donk Funk comes. They come in 12 inch right. and they're phenomenal. They, right. they are, except for Tuesdays, they don't deliver. That's their day of Sabbath, whatever. Right. And um, so Jason said, I can make those for you. And man, they're just as good. History. History. Well, we, awesome. we use Donk Funk for a couple of things. We oh, they're use it good. For our bread pudding, mm-hmm. which Very is. Very good. And then we also use it for our French toast. We deep fry it. And the outside gets nice and crispy. We don't deep fry in New Orleans. Huh. We deep fried French toast. Isn't it great? Oh, man. I love deep fried French toast. You better not try to serve me that tomorrow. No, I can't. You said you're not going to have any. uh... I'm trying, man. And then Friday is our, I mean, Thursday is our fried chicken day. We're also doing Salisbury steak with garlic mash. And then Friday we're doing chicken and dumplings and uh, stuffed eggplant with um, a crawfish queso on top. Wow. And each day we do like a platter and then a salad, but... I mean, if you're going to come to Yaya's and get a salad, then you might as well. I may have to tomorrow. Dave Motter does. That's very true. You know. He always gets one to go, though. So people ask me where I go eat. I hear that all the time. I go to Yaya's. That's one of them. And it's been for like a couple of months now, I guess. Every Tuesday. I've been there. I've missed a couple because I couldn't go to lunch with Dave. But Dave and I eat there basically every Tuesday now. So if you're looking for me around 1.30 on Tuesday, we're there till close, hanging out. Eating, enjoying great food. I love food, man. And I barely drink. Barely. And I wear this much. This is all food. Hard work. Last night, 8.30, I wake up from my long nap after mm-hmm. working. Guess where I'll go? Shake Shack! How was it? Never been it was out. really good. The, have you ever had frozen custard? Of course. Okay. Frozen custard's a big St. Louis thing. Uh-huh. And, you know, since I've been going up to St. Louis now for, you know, 15 or so years plus, we go to Ted Drew's Frozen Custard. Uh-huh. And, I mean, the stuff is just to die for. It's ice cream with egg in it, basically. That's what custard oh, yeah. is. So imagine how rich it is. Oof. It's so good. So the guy that owns Chick Shack and mm-hmm. started it, I think, in New York is from St. Louis. So he does Frozen sense. Custard. So I had to have one of those, too. Of course you had it was. It's like double chocolate. It's really good. Man. I'm gonna go get stuff really over there after really this. Good. The burger um, is is really really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, really really good. But I mean, there's so many good burgers out there right now. You have Atomic. You've Atomic got Muyas. Yeah, it's good. You've got Muyas. You've got uh, Company Burger. Company I mean, Burger's also very. There's good. like yeah. there's a bunch of good ones out there's there. A pharmacy. I hear. I keep hearing. I haven't been, man. Neither have I. I haven't been. What but people, what, you know, you got nights at least. 
I mean, some of us have to work at night. Mm. No, not really, but you know, uh, uh, you know, and I also just, that's going back to having a great team. You know, I I, I get off nights. That's nice. I am starting my my new podcast tonight, which I thought that's what you were talking about this morning. I've been kind of busy. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, kids, funny story. Well, now I'll tell you later. Anyway, um, I'm doing a sports and food podcast, which we'll have online, and you know, I. I I'm really trying to figure out how all this works, but I'm doing it with Mike Fazand, father of Sean Fazand of Fox 8, who's the sports director at Fox mm-hmm. 8. I think he's a sports director. But he's unbelievable. He's like the, the finest sports department in the city. And, you know, we'll have a lot to talk about because, you know, we had the very the, the high of LSU and how great that was, man. Just how great that was. I know this is a food show, y'all, but LSU beating Alabama game. and slaying the dragon. I mean... I have been so tired of getting beat by Nick Saban. I love LSU. You know, I only went there for a year. I ended, you know, I finished at UNO. I'm a privateer at heart, but I still love the LSU Tiger football program. Right. I could care less about baseball and basketball because I'm a UNO fan. But, but uh, the football program, you know, is near and dear to my heart, and um, that was really, really cool to watch them finally slay the dragon. It was a really good game overall. Oh, it was a great game. It was a great game. I, th- yeah. I think Alabama uh, got some caught LSU off guard on you know like the punt return. Yeah. The only way that was a touchdown is because he had to reverse field because he got grabbed by the face mask right. and flipped around. Had he gone the way he was supposed to go, that's not a touchdown mm-hmm. in all probability. You know the touchdown up the sidelines when when uh, Stingley was looking at the at uh, yeah at the sideline mm-hmm. he was looking at one of the coaches or something yeah. that they. Well, that was a planned play by Saban because Tua was looking to the Alabama sideline, which made them look to the LSU sideline like they were changing the play, and he immediately called the play, and receiver ran right past him, touchdown, boom. It was shady as all get up, but genius. And then the last touchdown was, you know, they just had a, they were in a bad defense. So I think they had to do it all over again. It would be a little bit easier on a They're, neutral uh, field. I just I see them playing again. If, I do too because of politics in Alabama. Because um, they're four. What's right the now, word the AP, I'm looking for? Yeah, but we're, we're going to see what happens in the playoff poll. But yeah, what do you, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Alabama, like not politics, but you know they give Alabama every break in the world. So I'm sure they're going to end up in LSU at number one is going to have to play number four, which will be Alabama, and we'll play them on a neutral field, which will be so awesome yeah. because. On a neutral field, we're a better team. We were better in their own stadium. Right, so, exactly. You know, but you know, we have. let's get back to culinary. The culinary scene in Tuscaloosa yeah. is a joke. Without a doubt. They have no food. Mm-mm. I've been there a couple of times, and it's just laughable. I mean, it's bar food everywhere, basically. Yes, I'm picking on you, Alabama people, because... It's so much fun watching your faces Saturday. It was so awesome. It made me, and we'll go back to food, it made me want to eat more because I was happy. Right. <laughs> Trying to keep this a food show. But anyway, um, it was just a great weekend in that regard. You know, we all had a great time Saturday night. And, and then um, Sunday, came. Sunday came along. Mm. Made me want to eat more. They will be fine. Um 
I have friends that work for the organization, you know, and he, one of them said, Scott, that'll never happen again. It was just one of those games. And I keep telling everyone from last year, the world champions last year, the New England Patriots, lost to the worst team in the league, the Miami Dolphins, last year, and they went on to win the Super Bowl. So That is very true. So, I mean, you're going to have those games, though. So Yep. Not every, but don't freak out, everyone. The Saints will be fine. Without so will the Tigers. So will the Tigers. Let's so, see. the Harahan food scene. We have us, Bienvenue. We have Yaya. Oak oven. We have Oak Oven, which is very, very popular. Smoked. We have Smoke, which is off the chain. Yes, it is. Best barbecue in New Orleans, guys. It's worth the drive out to Harahan to try Smoked. It's very small. It only seats what? Like It's very small. 12 They people? might have six tables. Then they got Seether's. But Jason. And Seether's is outstanding. Um, Jason's uh, very cool. Yeah, he is. He's got a really cool menu in there. Maureen and Steve Mock, the owners of Smoked, and they're all one of them's always there. Yeah, I think Steve works in the morning because he does all the smoking. Right, and then Maureen runs it in the afternoon. But I mean, they're extremely nice people. Um, they frequent both of our places. Yeah, um, they do support Harahan in a big way. Um, it's just it's Harahan's just a small town. It's unique. Look, it is very unique. Very cool people. Same as River Ridge. Right. Um, I've always kind of it's I kind might, of the same. I might get cursed out for this by people out there, but I've always thought it was kind of the same thing. You know, I don't I don't know if I don't know how they feel about that. You know, sometimes it's like saying that I know the West Bank and the East Bank are the same thing. I don't know, man. But I mean, they're all very nice people. We're just trying to figure out what makes them tick, man. Yeah. What do you like? Great mayor. Yeah. He's Without awesome. He's awesome. Um, it's just, it's cool out there, man. Yeah. But you've lived out there all your life, they, haven't you? Yeah, they got, a, they got a lot of good places. Um, They got Oak, Dove, uh, Oak, Oak Oven, Oven, which I've been to, and it's very good. Yeah. Very good, Italian. Um, I like the Alfredo. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's just... For me, we we hardly ate out as a family. Um, we mostly did comfort food, which that's right. the premise of my whole restaurant. Um, and, you know, a lot of the recipes that we use for our menu are the same recipes that I grew up on. Um, that's what makes them so great. Right. And your experience with right. the legend and Frank Brightson hasn't, I'm sure, has helped you. Man. He truly is. Of course, I've never worked with him, and I've never worked with anybody, man. Yeah. You know, I've been working for myself since 1989, and to me, it's kind of unfair. Right. Because I've never been able to work with any of these great legends, you know? Right. And, and you know, I I wish someone, you know, I, you know, I owned a bar through the 90s, and I bought Katie's back in 93, and, and you know, I had a partner at Katie's that, that was a great cook, you know, and I just wasn't focused on it like I should have been. You know, and mm-hmm. but but yeah. I've learned on my own, and you know I picked up, you know, like Miss Leah when I was a kid, and you know I knew her, and I knew, you know I grew up in a Creole neighborhood where I learned how to pot cook from, from friends' moms, right? You know, and that's I, I learned how to cook at home. My mom unfortunately wasn't the best cook in the world. She's from Indianapolis. My family's from Indianapolis, right? You know, I was born and raised here, but I didn't have that. So yeah, I mean, it's with chef, you just learned. Uh, Everything. Yeah, pretty much. But it was more about, you know, um, 
the passion show it through your food you know Mm -hmm. um and that's what i try to do day in day out with every single meal every single dish um i just like you know i've always said to myself i opened up my own place i would do it to open kitchen so i can conversate with people because like i want to know what you think but sometimes real important yeah sometimes it kind of backfires on me a little bit because you know you can't please everybody but can't listen right 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 and that that was i take it as corrective criticism right it depends on the way it's presented (laughs) without a doubt and i do the same thing with yelp or you know hopefully it's just on our sometimes i like the negativity on our facebook page so that we can correct it within right but when they yelp i Mm. respond and i say my exact every time yeah we really appreciate corrective criticism but I can't fix sucked. Right. When, if everybody listening out there, when you do a Yelp, could you please elaborate on what was wrong and not just use the overall it's terrible. derogatory term of sucked? It, 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 it doesn't help us in any way. My if you really care uh, about our restaurants and you want us to improve, help us because I do listen to that. Right. No, of course. I respect customer feedback. I do. But, you know, and, and don't lie either, you know, because I go up to a table, man, I can look you right in the eye and tell whether you really liked it, it was just okay, or it sucked. Right. And, and if I get that look, I'm, I'm going to ask, oh, come on. You're not telling me the truth. You won't hurt my feelings. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Let as me long fix as you this. Don't lie. Exactly. Just be honest. Let me fix this. Right. Let me fix it. You know, this is this means a lot to me. That's Man. why I'm standing here. My thing is, is like, if I ever had a problem, and I, this is just me, if I ever had a problem at the restaurant that I am eating at, I'm going to let you know. I'm not going to go home and type this paragraph out nope. on Yelp. Nope. But that's just me. There's a problem with that and with what we do, Connor. And some people take that from guys like you and me that yeah. are in the business and, you know, and, and we have experience. Oh, he thinks he knows everything. He thinks he knows everything. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell me what's wrong with my food. And all you're trying to do is help. Yeah. So I kind of keep that wrapped up unless I know somebody there. Right. And then I'm going to tell Right. We'll say, hey, bro, look, this is what was great. This is what was not. For instance. And they'll agree. For instance, we went to a place, remain nameless. Of course. We were eating. Everybody's food was cold. Pulled the waiter to the side. Said, hey, man, um, my food's cold. He was like, he kind of gave me a look like he didn't believe me. Took my plate. I said, feel my bone. Got the sh- veal shank. Ice cold. I said, you might want to tell him to leave it in there for about 10 more minutes. <laughs> oh, he's going to tell me how to cook it. <laughs> Went back, told the guy 10 more minutes, sent me a new one out. I said, it's perfect. Because, yeah. I mean, I know what you're doing. I know right, how to do right. feel Exactly, shit. exactly. You're cooking it, cooling it down, and but then what about the it. other five people at your table? They pretty, I mean, I, uh, my mom's tuna was cold. I couldn't. You just waited too long on that. I'm sorry. But everybody else got the veal shank. Because, I mean, it was, I think I forgot. You can't fix tuna because you're going to cook it too long. Right. But, you know. And I felt bad. I was like, Were they busy? No. Wasn't busy. I think he was just trying, new menu, trying to get the kinks out, which, 
Dude, I'm just trying to help you out. Look, I'm the first oh, guy he there. Oh, was new? I think. He, I, I, they weren't open long? No, this no, they were open. They, I think this restaurant's been open for a while. For a while, okay. But I think it was the guy cooking was new. Because before you came in, I was talking about Tom and why he's such a great food critic. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, the great food critics will not, in my opinion, Tom has a rule, mm -hmm. six months for a restaurant to be open. Yeah. If you haven't gotten your together in six, six months, months, then you're probably not going to get it together. Right. But he'll wait six months to do a review. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just think that's first class. But um, we'll get back to that. We're going to go to a break. This is Chef Scotty Craig with Chef Connor Mullins filling in for Tom on WWL HD two 105.3. Call in 260-6368. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.